Hi guys, it's Morgan and welcome back to Back Talk. Uh, it is currently um, Wednesday at 10:38 p.m. I am in front of my microphone on my bed again and ready to give you guys a pretty exciting episode. I this episode took me a lot of time and a lot of hard brain power to put together and um in the way that this was really hard to choose between the things that I'm going to give you guys and if you guys haven't already told like seen by the title um I'm giving you my top 10 favorite movies on Netflix and um I've lost my voice a little bit so if I sound a little raspy that's probably why but I it was really hard for me to choose these. I have a lot of favorite movies. I have a lot of movies that are just not good, which I might go over at the end, like which movies I think you should kind of stray away from. I did try and get like a few movies in each genre. So hopefully that is helpful because I know I'm constantly stuck on what movies to watch on Netflix, especially because Netflix doesn't have that many good like movies or tv shows nowadays but let me know if you guys want a good tv show one um so yeah let's get into the episode okay to start off i do want to say that these are not in like exact order because i think they're all ranked about the same they are top 10 but i couldn't really like specifically put them in a spot so yeah but anyways let's get started Okay, so the first movie that I picked out was What Happened to Monday. So this has an average rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So Rotten Tomatoes average rating is 62% and What Happened to Monday has 61%. But I personally think that it deserves a lot more than 61%. Um, It's basically about this dystopian future world where having more than one kid is not allowed and it's illegal and they will kill the child if um and the family if they have more than one kid and this family has seven girls and they're all twins so they all look the same and each of them is named a different day of the week monday tuesday wednesday whatever and they all kind of switch off they're named these days because they switch off what days they go to work and they all put on like a wig because um one of them has like this hairstyle and they all have to match every single day so they put on wigs and they go to work um monday goes to work on monday tuesday goes to work on tuesday you know blah blah blah. and monday goes missing hence the name what happened to monday and basically it's about how these girls go out and save their sister um, knowing that they will get killed if they get found out. And I haven't watched this movie in a really long time. Um, I would say it's over a year ago that I haven't watched it, but I still remember it being like a really good action movie. And I'm not the biggest fan of action movies, so it was kind of a shocker to me when I found out that I actually liked the show. Um, not the show, the movie. I would rate this a 7 out of 10, I'd say. It's not your typical action movie. I think there's a little bit more of a dystopian to it, but it is a little bit hard to pick up. Sometimes it does get a little confusing, but overall, it's one of my favorite action movies, and um, just I think it embodies dystopian uh, movie and action movie together super, super well, Um, and especially if you like some mystery in it and some like sci-fi, I would definitely recommend What Happened to Monday. 
Okay, next up on my list is The Old Guard. It came out in 2020. It doesn't have super, um, I guess, known actors, but it has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is decently high for an action movie. Um, it is basically about this group of people that are immortal, and they basically fight the bad people throughout history. Since they're immortal, um, they have gone through like decades and centuries of just like they've gone through wars, they've gone through the beginning of the Renaissance and stuff like that. And they battle all of these super bad people throughout history. And I, a lot of people say that this is like an older people movie, but I loved this movie so much. You see kind of like the timeline and who they've battled. And it is, it's super intriguing. And basically there's this guy who is trying to do research on these immortal people because obviously he's like, these people are immortal like i want to be immortal and this researcher is trying to find them but of course with centuries and centuries of practice they're obviously you know don't let the researcher get to them i'm not going to spoil anything but there's some twists and turns in it that i think that i can't explain well unless you watch it it is such a great action movie it there's i cried at the end i it was just a lot of suspense a lot of great cinematography and i highly recommend the old guard i would give the old guard an 8.5 or a 9 out of 10 just because of how like it made so much sense the entire time there were so many twists and turns there were so many just like aha moments that made me just want to watch it over and over again i've watched it like three or four times but yes a nine out of ten for old guard okay the next movie that i have is extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile so this one is a very controversial movie i will say that it has a 54 percent rotten tomato i believe it's in the low 50s but it there was a lot of controversy on zach efron playing ted bundy but the gist of the movie is that it's a timeline of Ted Bundy's life and kind of explanations on why he, like, what led him up to the murders that he committed and, like, his relationships and kind of what happened to him, you know? And I think that it's a super interesting, almost, like, documentary-like, but more, I guess, face-to-face -face with it because with someone else playing out the role it's a lot easier to follow you can kind of interpret it in your own way but zach efron played ted bundy and we follow him throughout the movie like since when he's born and then like his like childhood trauma and stuff like that that led him to the killings that he did and it was controversial because people didn't think that zach efron was kind of fit for the ted bundy role you know and i personally i don't think that there was really going to be any popular actor that could have filled that role because I, I I genuinely don't know why people are so annoyed that Zac Efron played it, but I think he played it great. He played it a great role, but um, I can definitely see how people are like thinking of this kind of like teenage movie star all of a sudden playing this like murderer can be a little bit off-putting, but that was never a problem for me. So I really recommend this movie. 
it's more it's more like an informational movie not necessarily like a super um like kind of like holding your hands together like waiting for something type movie so if you're really interested in kind of crime and um maybe like fbi type stuff i recommend this but if it's if you like more action movies like that this may not be the movie for you but for me it was probably like a 7 out of 10 so yeah Okay, the next movie on my list is The Platform. So I have watched this movie so many times. The reason that I watch it, I don't know. It is such a weird movie, okay? Uh, it has a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. And it's in a different language. I'm pretty sure it's in Spanish or Portuguese. But I watch it dubbed because it's like more of a suspenseful movie. And I don't want to be like looking up and down at the screen. But the dubbed one is actually fairly decent. Um obviously the words and like the mouth don't match up but we we work with what we have so this is about kind of a dystopian world where um this guy gordon goes to jail and the jail is this this really um long vertical building that has a hole right in the middle where a platform comes down every day to deliver food but the thing is the platform only has a specific amount of food um it's fairly big it's probably the size of like two king size beds but there are over like 250 floors and that that platform has to feed every single um you know level there and there's two people on each level so obviously and each month they get repositioned on a different level. So if you were on level one, you'd obviously want to be selfish and take all the food for you. And this is like gourmet food, like beautifully cooked by like the world's best chefs. But then if you're at level 250, you don't have any food anymore and you're going to starve. So I guess it's not really as much of a horror movie as it is like a gory movie. There is a lot of like, there is unfortunately cannibalism and uh, just like a lot of gory kind of stuff that goes on. So if you're not into that, I wouldn't recommend it. But it's a super kind of suspenseful what if, what happens. Like, I don't even know what that means. But like a suspenseful like what is going to happen movie. And I highly, highly, highly recommend this um, this movie again if you if you get easily upset your stomach isn't like the most stable i wouldn't recommend this but if you're looking for kind of like a like a kind of interesting movie to watch i would definitely recommend the platform this is a nine out of ten for me the next movie that i have is big eyes it is another documentary style similar to extremely wicked shockingly evil and vile in the way that actors and actresses are playing out this documentary this one is based on real events which i think makes it better but it's basically about this woman artist that is getting all of her work stolen by her husband he is claiming her work for his and you're probably like morgan this sounds so boring this is one of my favorite movies of all time and i hate documentaries with like a burning passion um my cat just jumped up on my bed but yeah it is super kind of just like emotional it made me cry and um it's just like it makes you mad because you're like why is he doing this like why is she not stopping him and it kind of shows like the gender roles as well 
and obviously I think the movie's fucked up but it's just super interesting and cool to see how and if she kind of gets her work back and claims it for herself I recommend this movie so much it has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes but I personally think that it should have way more I think it does a really great job of kind of educating people on gender norms but in a much more modern way it it's it's just very informational but in kind of like oh i want to i want to watch more i and it makes me so so frustrated every single time and you just want to see how it plays out it's crazy how she deals with him there's so many times which she, she realizes you know that he's taking her work and the stuff that she goes through to make sure that people understand that that's her work is inspiring and super super crazy so i definitely recommend this movie it is a i think a good nine out of ten for me it's one of my favorite all-time favorite movies Okay, now I am bringing a, another action movie. Netflix seems to have a good decent amount of good action movies. So this one is called Red Notice. I know that it got fairly popular recently, but it has The Rock in it and Gal Gadot. I think that's how you spell, say her name, Gal Gadot. I, I don't know. But it's basically about these high class uh, robbers. And I don't want to spoil anything because the whole entire thing kind of wraps around like a very big spoiler um and i was shocked at the end okay like i have never not predicted a movie so bad that i did with red notice it, it's i will say that it's not the most like it's not the most cinema how do i like the most cinematic i guess it's it's very more on the comedy side it's like comedy action but i think it's interesting to see how these robbers kind of uh, make these plans i want to say it has very similar vibes to oceans 8 or oceans 11 whatever and i i think it's really fun you know especially when it involves kind of having plans and like stealing stuff and like all of that i find it super intriguing like seeing how they like manage to do everything so timely how they pull things off without anyone knowing that it's them um they get into trouble they form bonds and um it's like two teams against one it's the bishop and um another like the main robber but I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Um, but yeah, it's a super action-packed movie, but at the same time, it's super lighthearted. So if you like that kind of thing, then yeah. Um, it is kind of more of like a cheesy movie, I will say. It only got a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, which sucks. I do think that Rotten Tomatoes might have been a little harsh because I think it deserved a little bit more than that. It did have me on the edge of my seat a few times, but... You know, it's not, there's, there is a plot to it, but th there could have just been like more to give, you know, there could have been more, but I think that it's a great movie to kind of just watch in your free time and it's a great action movie and it's a Netflix original. So yeah. Okay. The next one that I have again is very controversial, 
but I found super, super interesting. The social dilemma. The social dilemma is basically this, not not show, this documentary about how our, how social media kind of works. And trust me, as someone who's on social media all the time, that movie freaked me out. Like seeing how they use our data and kind of used it to their advantage was really freaky. And you always see on your phone, like you're like talking about something. You're like talking about, oh, I want this lamp. And all of a sudden you get an ad for it. Like the next day, have you ever had that? Yes, I bet you have because I have those like every day and I know my friends do, whatever. But um, yeah, that is part, it's all explained in the social dilemma. And they kind of flash back between like literally they make scenes where there's a literal person in your phone explaining like, oh, I'm going to put this on their feed because they did this. And I mean, social medias count the amount of seconds, milliseconds that you spend on posts so that they can push more of those specific posts out that you spent longer times on so that you can spend more time on their social media and it's crazy and i swear to god i dropped my phone for like a week because i was like i don't want them using me as their data this is freaking me out um but yeah that's the social dilemma i don't know what they got on ron tomatoes okay i just searched it up they had an 85 percent which makes a lot of sense because i know that a bunch of people were huge fans of it um of course it's freaky but literal ceos come onto the show and explain i don't let my child have this app because it's dangerous basically and it's freaky what our society has come down to and it this movie kind of sums it up and i highly recommend kind of watching it not as like a very like oh i want to watch it for the plot but just for some like mild information because i think it's like interesting to learn at least if you're gonna be on social media what they're doing with your information so yeah i would say an 8 out of 10 for me okay the next one is one of my favorite movies el camino i absolutely love breaking bad it is my favorite tv show of all time not just on netflix it is my favorite tv show um if you've never watched breaking bad you need to watch Breaking Bad. It is a classic movie to watch. It's about um, this uh, this chemist, this chemistry teacher, and he gets cancer and he has to provide for his family. So he be- get, goes into the drug world and becomes one of the biggest um, meth cookers in all the world. And this is kind of the aftermath of what happened. I won't spoil the end of Breaking Bad for you because the, break- the end of Breaking Bad is pretty crazy. But it happens, it talks about the aftermath of it. If you have watched it, the main the main character of El Camino is Jesse Pinkman, played by Aaron Paul. And it just shows the, the after results of what Walter White, the main character in Breaking Bad, did. And him kind of, gr- like, Jesse Pinkman growing back his life. And it has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, again, is a very high rating. Anything above, like, 70% would be considered a high rating for me. But it's super interesting just to, like, see how Jesse Pinkman gets his life back. I mean, he's obviously a drug addict, so he 
he struggles with sobriety and um, drug addiction and trying to get his life back because in Breaking Bad, whether or not you've seen it, he basically loses his life trying to be partners with um, Walter White. He's Walter White's like wingman, if you want to say that. And he he gets into a lot of trouble and a lot of people he loves dies. And it's basically El Camino is him recovering from that. So yeah, I would give this honestly like a 9.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. And anything with Aaron Paul is a good movie or TV show. So finally, I will give you guys a horror movie to watch. I, this movie is a little, I don't know if you would consider it horror. It's more, I mean, it is horror, but it's more like jump scares and like kind of like <gasps> moments. It's called Hush and it's, the one thing that I don't like about this movie is that it doesn't, there's no real like um, explanation to why this person is haunting this person. It's um, not any like demonic entities or anything, but it's more like this uh, kind of axe murderer guy that is stalking and kind of like trying to get this deaf girl out of her house so he can kill her. And um, it's about how he tries to... Um, get her out of the house the thing that i don't like about it is that i don't know we never know who the man who's trying to kill her is in the beginning of the movie she talks about i think her boyfriend her, or her brother coming over and that could have been him but i think viewers were a little bit lost in that case but it is very suspenseful and i think that um if you really like jump scares if you like just like suspenseful intense movies i highly recommend hush besides the like confusingness of who the actual murderer is it does have a 93 percent on rotten tomatoes and i think the acting was great i think the movie was is not that long but it conveys enough that it doesn't need to be longer which i think is great and this movie is a type of horror movie that you can watch on your own like you won't be scared after you watch it it's more just like it's more everyday life i'm gonna be completely honest like it's like if you don't get bothered by criminal minds or you don't get bothered by even like like the ted bundy documentary then you wouldn't get you wouldn't you wouldn't get bothered by this one um it is jump scares though so be warned by that but other than that i would give this a 7 out of 10 and overall just a pretty a pretty good horror movie Okay, guys, that wraps up our top 10 Netflix movies. Please let me know if you guys want a top 10 Netflix TV shows, top 10 worst Netflix TV, uh, TV shows or movies. Um, I would love to do that. I watch a lot of Netflix. So, yeah. Um, I think that's it for this this episode. Again, please let me know if there's any specific episodes you want me to do or any feedback that you guys have but i will see you guys on the next episode bye